he loves celebrity gossip. The only thing that would make this any better is some hot goss. All right, it's it's live. We're back. It's hooray. I am uh, I am days away from a vacation lake dip. I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. I'm a week and a bit away from a a little Ontario resort pool dip. Yo, yes, sick. So I, you know all about what I'm up to. By the way, this is sauce and gas, guys. You fucking know what's going (laughs) on. Yeah, they know. (laughs) Um, yeah, you know what I'm up to. I'm going back to the lake where I was last year. Uh, and so I know we've been away for a little bit here, guys. But again, next week, no pod. But we're gonna have a great guest on the one following my vacation week. So don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what? where are you going? You're going to a resort? I'm, there's, yeah, there's a little resort near Aurelia in Ontario. I'm staying for uh, three nights. Um, yeah, me and the boyfriend. He got some time off. That's good. Me. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, supporting local tourism and stuff. We don't want to leave. Yes. Uh, does that make me better than other people? Uh, yes. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. It, it absolutely yeah, supporting does. Supporting the local economy and giving a little Dougie a hand. <laughs> little Dougie. <laughs> little Doug. Yeah, man. I, I want to get, like. I want to get like a big fat pit bull, like, or like, a, what am I thinking of? Bulldog. I want to get a big bulldog with like a buzz cut head and call little him Doug- little Dougie. Little Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone will know. I'll put a little tie on him that's just a tad too short. And then, yeah, he just has that classic stance, anyways. That's what bulldogs stand like. A thousand that's how Doug percent. That's hilarious. Why not, you know? Are we still hilarious? We're gonna find out. I, I'm rusty. Let's let's figure this out. Were we ever hilarious? I don't <laughs> That's know. That's hilarious. I here. say in the most like <laughs> monotone voice. Yeah, you're that here though. So funny. I mean, yeah. we're, we're <laughs> something. Here and you're listening. Yeah. Thanks All right. Let's begin uh, because I'm so tired and have nothing else to say in this opener. Um, let's begin with celebrities. Love that. Gossip is the devil's telephone. Best to just hang up. Okay. It's celebrity time. Now, as we know, I don't contribute to this. I just spew thoughts in the moment, pure reaction to some celebrity news and goss, because that's what we spill here, that Fee puts together. What do you have on the plate first? Let's begin right. with the appetizer. So, yes. The We're potato skin. We're going to with a little tasty snack, um, which is fun uh, because this is something that I would have uh, mentioned like a couple weeks ago had we had done the podcast a couple weeks ago, but then I didn't. So I saved on to it and now it's been resolved. So now we yeah. get kind of a whole story here. So buckle up. Um, you know, <laughs> um, I, like this may even be in your kind of world because this relates to UFC. So it's sports adjacent, Um, but Miss Addison Ray, one of the uh, biggest TikTok stars, if you know about her at all. (laughs) I'm familiar with who she is. Yeah. And and did you hear about her being hired as a new UFC reporter? 
Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a funny story. Yeah, she put, she tweets out a picture of her at like the UFC with a microphone. She said, I studied broadcast journalism in college for three whole months to prepare for this moment. <laughs> and everyone online, as you can tell, was just absolutely livid. <laughs> They're like, how dare you take away a job from someone who actually deserves it just because you're already famous, which rightly so. But then she tweeted like... It says a few hours after that, or I don't know, I, I wasn't on Twitter, but she said, never mind, y'all got me fired. <laughs> um, so she's not the reporter anymore. I think she was just being, it was an unofficial hire. I don't, I think she was kidding in the first place, um, but she was just interviewing a fighter from her hometown for like a PR boost. So I think here, is where it came from. Here's, I'm on the same boat there. Now here's, here's what it is, yo. It's always been my dream to be a sports reporter, um, you know? And so when I initially saw a lot of people sharing the tweet, I was pissed. Like I was yeah. like, oh, come I was on. Man. Like, I was like it three didn't, months. You it didn't suck. ruin my day or anything, yeah. but I was like, man, just another one, just another yeah. like stumbling block in your way where it's just like, I'm not going to get famous on TikTok, And I don't even think that's a reputable thing personally at the end of the day. I, I just don't, but whatever, you know, the, the world is changing and I'm old now. So I guess, you know, that's a cool thing for people to do. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, that was my reaction was just like, I've worked really hard. I know lots of others that have worked really hard. It's not right to just slap a face. I, I get it. It's business. You want people to watch. People are already watching the UFC. Get somebody in there. That's passionate about the sport. Not that she people necessarily is fans of Addison Ray are not fans of UFC. Absolutely. That's and just, it's not two worlds that you can combine. Not generally, but yeah, I, I just, at the end of the day, I don't love seeing people just get stuff mm -hmm. that, that has a, a very, um, you know, at the highest level, well-crafted skill set to pull off. Like you look at, you know, you look at a guy like Joe Rogan, that's worked with the UFC for a very, very long time now. Um, and I used to have the privilege of working with a guy named Robin Black, who's an MMA uh, co uh, commentator uh, back when I worked at Fight Network uh, very briefly. Like those dudes uh, and Rogan in particular, stand up comedian. Joe Rogan got famous as a stand up comedian and then as like the original podcaster. Like Joe Rogan is the like the godfather of podcasting, at least making it what it is like Rogan has easily the biggest podcast on earth. Um, but before he did all that stuff, he was an up and coming MMA fighter and got hurt too many times, suffered a few too many concussions and quit. Like if you look at Joe Rogan, like that dude's ripped mm -hmm. and he knows like he has studied, I believe Tai Chi or Kung Fu his whole life. Like he has uh, a, an intense base of knowledge of the UFC. And when you see him do work, I'm not the hugest UFC fan anymore. I was more of the GSP Anderson Silva era of, of UFC, like, you know, Conor McGregor and these newer guys They're like, I, I'm just not as, you know, invested. Uh, but when you see Joe Rogan work, like he is passionate. He knows what he's talking about. He can break down fights play by play like no one else. And you see the work that that guy's put in and other people 
are like that and following in his footsteps and to see somebody just be like, Oh, haha, Like I, I'm, I'm hot and famous on TikTok, And so now I get to be the UFC sideline reporter. It's just like, go fuck yourself. No, w- like she can be I the girl said. who holds up the numbers in the ring. Oh, <laughs> wow. Sexist. But like, that, uh, I'm sexist. I'm not the one who created <laughs> no, that I know. position. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We don't need, uh, I just want them once to just let us sl- a slobby fat you know, me. I just want them to let me hold the sign up you with my shirt off. <laughs> see how many people tune in after that. After getting a gander at my pizza rolls. How about that, Dana? Yeah. Now, now here's why I think it was a joke. And here's why. So she tweets it out. And then a few hours later, like, tweets, in my opinion, jokingly. And I didn't know this till you told me that that y'all got me fired. Here's why I think it was a joke the whole time. Because... If we know anything about Dana White, who is the president and I believe still somewhat owner, he sold off a lot of his ownership stake in the UFC to, oh, I can't remember uh, what company, but if we know anything about that guy, it's that he does not give a fuck what the public thinks about him, his organization, or his employees. And if Dana White had actually seriously hired this girl, Allison Ray or whatever her name is, um, Addison. like Addison, sorry, uh, yeah, I only I've only known your name for three months. Um, so if he had actually hired her, there's not a chance in hell that any uh, social media backlash would get him to fire her. And so that's why I think it's a joke because Dana White, the one of the most ardent Trump supporters of all time. That guy doesn't give a shit what you think, what I think, because the UFC uh, has gotten very big. Like it's, it's way bigger than when he took it over and kudos to him for building that brand. Um, It has such a niche, but passionate fan base that he knows he could, he could basically do whatever he wants and he's making hundreds of millions of dollars on the next pay-per-view. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, I, I did see that and was like, okay, like, good but for you. It's okay. She's got other prospects. Apparently, she'll be, Addison Ray will be in the upcoming remake of the 1999 comedy, She's All That, reinvented as He's All That. So, what? they're making She's All That into He's All That, and Addison Ray is going to be in it. Now, remind- She does not have any acting experience. Her... That's yeah. Her like, time on screen is making is doing I don't dances. like that either. Yeah, I, like I know. I, know. I don't <laughs> like that either. That's not a skill. It's it. Let's be honest here with something like TikTok. It's the same with Vine. Like the people yeah. that really stand out. Vine stars and TikTok stars given opportunities to act in TV shows and movies and stuff. Every single time it's terrible. I don't know why they keep trying it. Here's here's the thing, like generally a lot of the people that are successful post something like Vine, which was huge, were people that were already more or less known for doing something else and enhanced their profile on said Mm -hmm. app. Like I think back to the early days of now disgraced comedian Chris D'Elia. He was huge on Vine. Joe Rogan, Burt Kreischer, all those comedians. Like, mm-hmm. but they were already like had an established fan base. Did Vine yeah. help them get bigger? Sure. Um, but those guys had already like written 
in some cases written screenplays, uh, acted in other stuff, been in shows. Yeah. It, I just don't... They had ambition. It's not just handed to them. Like, they worked for it. They weren't, yeah, just having yeah. some Hollywood producer pick your name out of a crowd and then you go along with it. I don't think getting 500 million even, like, total views on something like TikTok is representative of broader talent in the sense of just getting something like if if it was a thing where where they they saw in in this you know example her if they saw someone like her on this app with hundreds of millions of followers uh or or whatever i don't know if she has hundreds of millions but whatever and and thought hmm maybe there's something there Let's give her like a, a a little cookie, like a like a writing position. Like say say I got famous on TikTok or Vine back in the day for funny little six second comedic videos, and then Conan O'Brien saw it and and was like, let's bring him into the writer's room and see what he can actually do. Let's see if he's actually funny beyond six seconds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That would make a lot more sense. Like almost a, almost like a, a trial paid yeah. internship. Like let's let's have them hang around in the the writers room for five shows, and see what he and see what he come up comes up with. That would be different. Uh, just giving some. Oh, you get to be in a movie now. What the fuck? Yeah. Because I shook my ass on TikTok and I exactly. And, come on, <laughs> I, I just it's and, bad. And I'm not, and and folks, I'm not being like sexist here. If it was a dude doing this, and a dude did do this, by the way, that 19 year old kid that got hired by the NHL to be the voice of the fans for literally lip syncing along to rap songs on TikTok, I don't understand how why people want to watch that. Is now work for the NHL. I don't know. I don't think that that's right either. I think it's so stupid to just hand people like this these opportunities, and like you said, almost every single time, it it blows up in their face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we'll move right along to um. Good luck, more, Allison. Uh, yeah, into the music industry. Actually, um, our like our good that. man Kanye is uh, dropping a new album Friday. Is he really? Yeah, this Friday. So what will that be? Today is Wednesday. So the twenty third. Yeah, July twenty third. Uh, I'll check It'll it out. It'll be. It's called Donda. Okay. Um, I'll check it out, and I bet you it bangs. Yeah, I think it's the he... first one since he got away from oh, that Jesus family. He... Yeah, it says yeah. The arrival of uh, his tenth studio album is a follow up to his back to back gospel albums, Jesus is King and Jesus is Lord. I didn't know those were the titles of his albums. That's that's a <laughs> get lot. a little variety. <laughs> get a little variety. What, yeah, a, what at least else call the second Jesus? one the Last Supper or something. Like, come <laughs> on, what are we doing? Get a little bit of Black Sabbath in there. What? Are, yeah. Like, come on. Well, okay, so he's releasing an album. Uh, that's. I, I'm gonna. I'll check it I'm out. I'm interested. I bet yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know what to expect because knowing Kanye, it's. <laughs> it could be anything. I, I what if you know what it's gonna be, dude? It's just gonna be like polka music. You think? No lyrics. <laughs> it's just him sam- with like a keyboard sample of polka music. It's a German polka folk album. That's what it is, dude. 
She um, there's a a track that's gonna feature a track and field sprinter, which is interesting. What? Um, so she oh yeah, she, she's the girl. If you heard about her, um, Shakari Richardson, she was the girl who um oh. tested positive for having marijuana in her system, so she couldn't compete in Tokyo. Hey, can uh, we stop like you know criminalizing yeah. people for smoking like, pot? Like honestly. Wow, guys. If, yeah, all she tested positive for was marijuana. That's not going to help her do track and field. That's not an advantage over her, her opponents. I think it <laughs> I, I think it was Conan that said, like, yeah. Uh, or no, it's a really old Robin Williams bit. Rest in peace, Robin. Uh, a really old Robin Williams bit where he was talking about marijuana being banned in the Olympics. And he's like, who... Like what I is Mary all of my yeah, co-competitors to be high? Yeah, he's that like how advice. is how is being high on marijuana helping you in the Olympics? Maybe if they put a crispy crunch at the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like man, you're gonna be so out of it. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think that's so yeah. dumb. You no. Know? I know. But cool that like she's gonna be on the show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's man. fun. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we'll see how that turns out. And um speaking of uh of musicians my next two are also in the music industry we got uh, miss taylor swift who i just think is it's interesting she um has said that uh her album fearless taylor's version her re-recorded fearless album she's not like she's pulling it out of grammy nominations because i guess it was being considered for some grammys and she's like no guys like i've already won grammys off this album you don't need to give me any more <laughs> that is so so again, and I know we talk about T Swift a lot, but we both yeah. love T Swift. Yeah. And 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 that and you know, and the listeners know are OGs that I've got a love hate relationship with Taylor. Sometimes I see things that she's up to, and again, we don't know. It's just goss. Sometimes I see the goss, and I'm really annoyed by it. And then other times I see shit like this. Or hear it from my friend Fee. And and I go, yay, Tay-Tay. Yeah. Good for you. Because here, this is a double-edged sword. One side good and one side blunt and shitty. Good for her for saying that and being like, guys, this album, what's that? That album's got to be. It's from 2009. So 2009 album. Years, and it won old. four Grammys, including album of the year. <laughs> Which I disagreed with. Uh, and it's the but, most awarded country album of all time. Yes, it is. And the hardcore country fans don't like that because she's turned into a pop princess. But that's too okay, bad. Well, because... they can suck it up and listen to her new music because it's still good. Well, and it's better because, you know, pro rock country, country <laughs> music of today is garbage. Yeah. Let's get another beer, toss a tailgate down, short shorts in the sun. It, like that sounds I, good. I, I can't That's good. Do, yeah it, it yeah i could be <laughs> a country star because it's the easiest fucking most pandering music of all time dude. you're allowed to say that because you are a musician i'm not a musician let's but let's not say you, that you're not you're you're a singer so you're in a band i, I do that, that i do that sometimes album coming what up and yeah i i have no problem with like country music like good country music dude willie nelson uh you know old brooks and dunn tim mcgraw let's go you know even old kenny chesney i like me some keith urban i've seen him live twice i don't like the florida georgia lines of the world yeah 
with your truck raised up on a lift kit and she would look good sitting up on it or whatever the lyric is. I laughed out loud the first time I heard that song. I cried on the floor, I promise you. It's so bad. But back to Taylor. Um, Salty country fans don't like her. And I'm glad she did that. And on the other side of the sword I mentioned, who the fuck at the Grammy, I don't know, corporation is sitting there thinking it's a good idea to re-nominate an album that's 12 years old. And so what? Every time someone remastered, because that's essentially what she did. She just tweaked some stuff in the song so that she could re-license them to herself and not scoot a brawn <laughs> and, and own the songs. But essentially what she did is the songs for the most part are exactly the same bar a few tweaks and recording differences and remastered it. It's a remastered mm-hmm. album. So, okay. I the just, think that we got so many listens, like it would probably get an award if it was submitted again. But they audio slave record on vinyl, the double deluxe reissue of, of the album. It's 20 years old this year. Uh, yeah. So, I'm pretty sure it won rock album of the year. I could be wrong. So should it win again this year? Chris Cornell's dead. And absolutely. So, so what? Like add that to the fire. I just, I also just got the clear edition, literally the 20th anniversary edition on, on double heavy vinyl. I'm stoked about this. I don't know how many of our listeners are familiar with the band Bush, but I love Bush and whoa, hold on now. And uh, it's called 16 Stone. It Man, that album, it's got, everyone knows the song Glycerine. I'm sure you've even heard the song Glycerine. You know it? <laughs> don't let the days go by. I don't Gavin, I Gavin Rossdale with his scratchy voice. The dude that was married to Gwen Stefani. I know who Gwen Stefani is. You know who Gavin Rossdale is. He did that solo record with that really, he had that one really big song. Fucking, how did it go? Uh, oh, it was like a love song. Drink to all that we have lost, mistakes we have made. Oh yeah, everything will change and love remains the same. You remember that song? I don't know. And you're not, young, not enough. dude. You are young. <laughs> anyway, my point is that when Bush came out, they're an English band. I'm pretty sure they won debut artist of the year at the Brit Awards. Well, the album's 20 years old. They remastered it. I just listened to it on my record player an hour ago. Fucking better renominate them. Fuck all the n- new artists. How funny would it be too to like renominate them for best new artist? <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> The people at the Grammys are shit fucks. We know this, guys. And um, good for Taylor for just being like. All right, you kind of cut out there again. Um, did I cut? Did I good? cut out a little bit? Yeah, oh, I'm oh. here. Okay. 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 So yeah, we'll move on to my last piece of celeb. Yeah. Um, and we're wrapping up with the Biebs. Um, Justin Bieber, the youngest solo artist to score 100 songs on the Hot 100 chart, beating out Drake, which is fun, like for um, age wise. Drake still has the most uh, Hot 100 hits, but Justin Bieber is the youngest person to get 100 on the Hot 100 list. 
So, so by that you mean he's he has one hundred, yeah, one hundred of his songs have, have premiered on the Hot One Hundred on... list. Yeah, wow, that's, uh, that's... twenty eight years old. Wow, that's incredible. I, I didn't even know he had yeah. 100 songs. That's yeah. uh wow. Well, and but Drake's still leading the pack. Drake's got 235. Well, and that makes sense because a and we've talked about this before too. I know he's a, like divisive to some people. I love Drake. I I think Drake shreds. And one of the things that I like about Drake is that like he's like outwardly Canadian. He'll reference Canada all the time in his songs and shit. So it's like, oh, that's cool, you know. Thanks, Kate. Kate brought me a cold brew. She rips. She's having a bad day. I love you. Um, we all love works, you, Kate. She works so hard. Um, and and the other thing too with Drake is like he's so popular, right? Every time he puts an album out, there's like 27 songs on it. So I mean, that makes sense that he has that many. But what an achievement! And hey, two Canadians. And I'm going to give you um, three guesses who you okay. think, um, not like age or anything, but the second um, musical act with the most amount, like right after Drake for most Hot 100 songs. Okay, so Bieber is in second in total no, no, songs. No, 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 no. He's just no, the no. youngest to get 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. at the... Yeah, I have the whole list here of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten. He's number eleven right now, Justin Bieber. In total, okay, in total. right. At, so, so Drake is exactly, and Drake Drake's is leading one. with two hundred thirty-five. Who do you think? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because it's like really random. I'm laughing because you're never gonna guess it, and you're gonna be so angry. <laughs> I'm going to be angry. I tell you. <laughs> Is it Ariana Grande? No, she's not on the list. She's not on the list. Okay, yeah, a little too new. Give mm -hmm. me a little bit of help here, like older artist, newer artist. It's not exactly artist, but it is an ensemble of a TV show. <laughs> oh. Is it Glee? It's the cast of Glee with 207. That can't count to me. Right? Because they just sing other people's songs. I Yeah, I have... I, I You're right, I am mad. I'm blood red mad at that. <laughs> that shouldn't count. They should have a separate <laughs> list for that. Because those people aren't artists. <laughs> they didn't write the songs. Guys... But 207 of the ones they sang are on the Hot 100 list. And at <laughs> least 200 of those are better with the original version, okay? Mm -hmm. So, guys, you can't do that. That's you a bunch of people <laughs> covering songs, and they can sing, and that rips. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's not a thing, man. They Do you didn't, want me to um, read through the list? They didn't record the songs. Let me actually guess who's really <laughs> okay. second. Is the person okay. in third actually like an artist? That yes, like, it's a single artist. A single person. Okay, single so person. this is what's actually second. Yes. Because fucking Glee, that's stupid. And if you <laughs> like Glee, that I get it, man. It, like It's catchy and fun and hooray. But like th they that shouldn't be on this list, so fuck that. So, okay. 
give me a give me a little help here then like i asked before like drake's age wheelhouse newer artists older i would say he's a bit older than drake he's a bit older than drake yeah is it Kanye? No. Oh. Um, so a, a small. I think you're in the white right wheelhouse. It's not my type of music that I listen to, but okay. I know he's got obviously a big fan base. It fucking a small part of me. It. A small part of me. I don't know why, because it's not at all right. <laughs> Wanted to say Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> <laughs> No, sir. He's not on this list. Want me to to tell you? No, no. Let me have another guess. It's not Kanye, male artist, little older than Drake. I'm going to assume it's a lot older. I actually don't know anyone's ages. I know he is older than Drake. I'm going to assume it's a hip-hop R&B artist. And this might be about, well, yeah, I don't think Jay-Z, Jay-Z's probably a little too old to be hitting streaming at that level. Huh. Male artist. Kanye and Jay-Z are on this list, but later. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Two, two titans of the industry. Mm. Oh. oh, you know what? Is it Eminem? Mr. Marshall Mathers? He's not on this list, surprisingly. Really? Really? I am surprised by it. Well, I'm out of guesses then. Who is it? Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. 174. Pardon me. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Wow. <laughs> Little tiny Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Little munchkin itty bitty Wayne. How about that? Well, good for Lil Wayne. Fuck. <laughs> I saw him at the basketball game the other day. I mean, I wasn't there. I saw him on television, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Good for yeah, him. And then, Good for Weezy. Okay, do you want to guess anymore? Or do you want me to tell you the list? Because I kind of Well, I mean, to- I got Kanye and Jay-Z. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Who else do you think is on the list? It doesn't I, have to be. I would assume Taylor Swift has to be on there. For sure. He's, uh, she's right behind Lil Wayne at 137. I, so she's so she's and, technically um, this, third. Um, Chart's debut. This goes back to 1958. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Because the yeah. billboard's been around for a long time. Yeah. Um, how many do I have then? So we've got Drake, Drake, Glee, Lil Wayne, Taylor no, Glee Swift. doesn't count. <laughs> You've also yeah, Kanye West has one hundred nine. Jay Z has one hundred two. And T Swift, Bieber then technically slides into the ten slot. So we've yeah, got he's, half. He's got one hundred. Yeah. Well, so there's eleven five. people. Just Biebs was number eleven on Lil Well, Lil yeah, but we've eliminated Glee. So You're what? Right. So we've got five. Okay, who else would be on there? I would assume Katy Perry. No. Katy Perry not on there, eh? Huh. Is BTS on there? No. <laughs> I think really? they're too new. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What about the Jonas Brothers? No. <laughs> you're gonna... No, huh. you're, you're, you're far away. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I I don't uh, I'm trying to think of like big big stars. Grande's probably too new. Oh boy. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I'll just read him off. Okay, so um behind Taylor Swift it's Future with 123. Songs. I don't know who that is. Uh then it's um Nicki Minaj with 118 songs. Oh, how did I miss her? Elvis Presley, 109. That's not surprising. Are the Beatles yeah. on there then? No, but Chris Brown is. What? 
Chris Brown does not deserve to be in the. Wow. Okay. It's Fair sir. enough. Yep. And that that's everyone now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's been recording hits in a different way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not good. And I know that that was a joke in pretty bad taste, but I think Rihanna's going to be okay. Not that that made it good. Rihanna, uh, um, there's pictures of her um, on the set of like um, a music video or something, like her and some guy. So we might we might be getting new Rihanna music in the near future. Yeah, that slaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, I didn't mean that in a bad joke. <laughs> Sorry, that's that. just getting worse and worse. I, for the record, I hate Chris Brown and do not yeah. endorse physical violence against anyone, particularly women. It's disgusting. And Chris Brown should also be stricken from that list. And so in the spirit of that, who is 12? I don't know. Uh, all I have, is, all I have is from Drake to Bieber. Oh, okay. Never mind then. But Chris Brown and Glee are off that list. They don't <laughs> belong there. Um, cool. I've heard of Future, but I don't know who or what they are. I've never heard of that artist. I have no clue who that is. I, again, as as our listeners can probably tell, my my thirty year old brain is pretty attached to listening to old music that's twenty years old now. You know, Audio Slave. Um, and Bush, that record came out when I was born. Um, yeah, so okay, no, and, um, good for Drake. You know, um, I, I didn't include it in this list because it's just too much to get into. And I don't even fully understand everything that's going on. But, you know, everything going on with like Britney Spears and like oh, she's like taking yeah. her family to court yeah. and stuff. And like Terrible. the Wendy Williams show. <laughs> Wendy Williams is um saying like I can't believe you did that um Mr um Miss Spears you too Mr Spears death to all of them Whoa. <laughs> and, and the audience was like oh <laughs> you can't say that on network TV but like is she wrong <laughs> No, but whoa, Wendy. There's another Wendy Williams clip. Um, it's her. I don't know the kid's name, and I, I'm shouldn't be laughing about. It. She's talking about this kid on TikTok, who has um, who's like pretty famous now and has like way more followers than her. And everyone's like, no, we don't know who that is. And she's like, yeah, he was murdered last night. <laughs> And that because she had the whole crowd saying, No, you deserve more followers. And like someone's like, You have more followers on Instagram. And she's like, He was murdered. Wendy. <laughs> and then she's like, in other news. <laughs> Wendy Williams is a a a good representation of how like fucked up and twisted daytime television became in America. Uh there's um there's a docu-series on Netflix. I started watching it. I'm sure some people have seen it called Trial by Media. And she's in it because she got herself in a lot of hot water years back uh, for something that she did on her show. And I can't remember exactly how it all ties in to like this murder case. But like she like got deposed and like had to go to court and testify and all this shit. And she's been like uh, sued and a number of times for um, like defamation and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. believe like she she's weird. She's kind of like um, 
I don't know. She's like Tucker Carlson's mom or something, you know, <laughs> like that's exactly what she reminds me of. I wouldn't be surprised if they were related. She's strange. I can't believe she's still on TV. I know. But I mean, good I'm for trying her. To find, um, I missed the clip. <laughs> oh, you're you actually are like queuing the clip up of her saying this. Don't sue us, Wendy. Oh, I don't know how to find it. Okay, I'm going to find it later and maybe she yeah. share it. It's really funny, though. We'll figure <laughs> and it. And she's like, yeah, after she said he was murdered, and she's like, in other news, Bruce Springsteen's daughter is going to the Olympics. Oh, <laughs> Immediately God. after she talked about this guy dying. That's it's like so unreal. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> should queue up Loser of the Week? Yeah, I do want to mention uh, quickly, speaking of new albums that are out, yeah. My boy, my man crush, John Mayer, has dropped a new album. I know you hate him, man, and and that's okay. J- Jennifer Aniston's going to be fine. But care about Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. Yeah, whatever. And, and this is who I am, and you have to be fine with it. I am fine with it, and, and, and you should be too, actually, because Taylor Swift's more fine with it than you are. Dear John, you know, um, yeah, he dropped a new record and it's, well, it's really good. I mean, I guess if you're old, you know, it's pretty eighties. Um, anyway, yeah, that's all I have. So yeah. What are we doing now? Loser. (laughs) Man, you are one pathetic loser. (laughs) Our pets heads are falling off. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber. You go and do something like this. (laughs) So I feel like I feel like you directed that at me. I feel like that was a very pointed fucking like, yeah, what are we doing now? Loser. Like right at you stared right into the camera's eye, which stared in my eye. Right into my soul. I did not stare into the camera. I was staring yeah. at your face on my screen. <laughs> That's the same thing. I now, know. now before we do that, because I'm uh, before we do the Biggest Loser, because I'm opening it right now. This is and I, you've told me about this. This is the first time I've ever had one of these new Tim Hortons cold brews. Okay. So here's a mini review segment right in the All middle right. of the show. Now, to be fair, I like the vanilla cold brew better. Right. Okay. So I'm, I'm like, like when I go to Starbucks, I get, I get iced Americanos all the time. I I like, which is odd because I take, I've got my um, venti iced chai latte with vanilla sweet cream cold foam. Yeah. That looks delicious. So what's weird about me is cold coffee. I'll, I'll drink black. I'll, I'll drink an iced Americano. I love it. Uh, hot coffee. Like I take cream and sugar in it. So it's a weird defect about me. Let let's dive in. Drum roll. It's not bad. Not bad. It's not as good as an iced Americano, but it's like, it's okay. Yeah, but so Tim Hortons, you to Starbucks, you gotta, you know. Yeah. Take, yeah. Gotta take the hit. Better than nothing. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'll say that. Okay. Good for you, Tim's Your Your needle has moved slightly back in a, in a positive direction. In our books, we still don't want your sponsorship, though, so stop calling. Um, okay. Well, I mean, if Tim Hortons wanted to give me some free iced coffees, I would do anything. 
I'll take the coffees. Yeah, I mean, that'd be fine. Uh, okay, biggest loser. Why don't you go first? Who is your loser of the internet for? All right, so um, fine. Okay, obviously, unless you've been like living under a rock and have an open social media, Jeff Bezos has been like trying to get to space, and he did that, and now he's come back. So, which <laughs> is its own problem, all in itself. I don't remember if we've talked about it before. Him spending billions of dollars to go yes. to space, like literally just help people. But can I having- interrupt you for a second? This it. is really awesome because Jeff Bezos is also my loser of the week. No, but Jeff Bezos isn't my loser. Oh, okay. No, Continue I, then. yeah, yeah. He is Continue. a loser, but, Continue. um, but he, he had like that kind of, um, raffle, not raffle, but he was doing like that bidding war. Like other millionaires were like bidding money to go into space with him for one of the seats. He had, um, three other people like um, him and his brother and there's room for two others. And one of them was just like an auctioned seat for other millionaire billionaires, people to vote on the person who won their identity was never revealed, um, spent $28 million and then dropped out due to a scheduling conflict. What's more (laughs) important than your one and only trip to space, bro. You could fucking, could reschedule to go to space. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. That's and so then his, funny. His seat was taken by an 18 year old, which is cool, I guess, because he's yeah. the youngest person ever in space. Whatever. Like that trip never should have happened because there's more important things to spend your money on than a quick well, trip north, and, you know? <laughs> and also, like, by my general understanding of it, I have a lot of problems with this. Uh, so, so, so your loser then in closing is the guy that backed out out due to a scheduling conflict. That's really funny, dude. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so yeah, like unless you're getting a heart transplant, like you're going to space. Yeah. Um, I personally don't (laughs) want to go. Uh, I've seen too many alien movies, but, uh, I have a lot of problems with this. And like I mentioned, because I thought this was the direction Fee was going and I rudely interrupted her. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is absolutely my loser of the week. Yeah. He might be our all-time leader. Like, I think we've had him three or four times. Yeah, well, I just, there was a petition that got almost 200,000 signatures when he was in space to not let him back on Earth. <laughs> yeah, which is really, really funny. Um he and if you want to have a laugh at Jeff's expense, watch those South Park episodes, the the bike parade episode, really good. Um, I have a lot of problems with Jeff. Uh, a that like he just has that much money, and and again, we've talked about this before. I don't want to dive into seven thousand layers of financial societal issues, but it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. And I was depressed the other day because our coworker Kate sent me an article where back in like twenty twelve, MIT has predicted that uh, society as we know it is going to collapse by twenty thirty, meaning assume- like the entire economy is going to collapse and the world is going to like implode um, like full scale, like war. Um, And so that's not judging by the way things are going. That is, I mean, and and it's going to be (laughs) spurred. It's going to be spurred by the financial crisis because the gap has never been wider uh, based on economists, you know, expertise. They are saying now that the gap between the richest person on earth and the average 
below poverty level, which in Canada, I believe, is if you as a single person make less than $30,000, you are considered below the poverty level. Um, the gap between me and, <laughs> and Jeff has never been wider in human mm -hmm. history. So um, that's scary. Uh, and we knew that, right? I, I, I just... I don't have a problem with people being and becoming rich. No. That's always going to be a thing. Like, if you invent some amazing thing, you should be able to benefit financially. Yeah, for sure. However. That's the whole point of trying to be successful. I get it. Yeah. But there's a difference between being rich off of, like, your own hard work and being wealthy due to exploiting the world <laughs> and that's what jeff is doing and mm -hmm. a lot of companies companies that we support are doing this you know um and it's sucks and it's unfair and it's because people just can't have enough and uh jeff i saw a stat yesterday when he was coming back from space or whatever day it was <laughs> who fucking cares that uh Per every hundred workers, and and it pissed me off. So this this caught headlines. Jeff comes down, and says, "I want to thank all of my customers and employees because you paid for this." Yeah, no fucking shit, Jeff. <laughs> you smug prick. I th I think it would be so funny if just like Arnold Schwarzenegger kicked through the background and slapped him right on his bald <laughs> head and it fell off right after he said that. Like, oh, really, Jeff? Thanks for at least acknowledging. Like, come on, dude. Of course we paid for it, you mm -hmm. dunce. After that, someone quote tweeted that and had an article that I read. And basically the crux of the article was, and this lends to Jeff being an even bigger loser. Per every hundred workers at an Amazon fulfillment center, there are 5.9 serious, whatever you want to draw, you know, conclusion out of that, serious workplace injuries a year, which is 80% higher than any other warehouse not affiliated with Amazon. <laughs> That's so much higher. Let me repeat that. For every 100 people, basically six get seriously injured at, at Amazon fulfillment centers, which is an 80% higher rate than any other type of warehouse on mm -hmm. earth ever. Like, you hear just horror stories of people who work in those warehouses. Like, pregnant women who, like, are working in one corner of the, the factory that yeah. aren't allowed to, that are on their feet all day and aren't allowed to go to the bathroom because it would take too long to walk to the bathroom. Other people wear diapers in a work because they know they're not going to be able to use the bathroom. Isn't, like, that's so fucked up. And that, they're and, like, they have to work there. That's the only job they can get. Like, they need to live and daddy sucks, bezos man. is out there like suckling at it's the, it's so <laughs> the teat of every consumer yeah it, it's it's terrible and and you know you reference pregnant ladies there's a story that was posted when he landed as well about a, a woman who she was denied 
like something, I can't remember what it was, something to do with her pregnancy. She miscarried at work uh, and they fired her. Oh my God. She's still unemployed and there's a GoFundMe page uh, that's active for her right now. Uh, she's there's 20- no need for that. He could give her $5 million. <laughs> I know. I and know. it wouldn't make a dent in his bank account. It's it's crazy, you know. He's the reason that her baby died. I think some financial compensation from the company is justified. What needs to happen? Mad. What needs to happen? And this is a larger conversation with people like Jeffrey, and and just the world as a whole. I'll be brief. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed while Jeff was in space, the fucking world is on fire. (laughs) British Columbia is going to burn to the ground. And I feel awful for people out there. Uh, The Western United States burning to the ground. Uh, It's it's insane. Like a combination of the economy, the financial fallout, weather. Barry just got hammered with a really bad tornado. I feel awful for the people there. Um, Northern Ontario All this shit, Northern Ontario Fires as well, people having to be Evacuated off reserves where they don't have Fucking running water anyway, so why would they want To go back um, That too, the the whole thing the, the whole, you know, unfolding Saga with indigenous Peoples here and in the states with residential Schools, all of these Problems in society Could be solved tomorrow what need what what needs to happen pretty soon is governments are going to have to start coming down harder on the rich and start instituting laws where you get paid enough to more than adequately afford a house mm-hmm. not a giant house i don't need to buy a house with four bedrooms six bathrooms and a pool a no. house would be neat, you know? I don't have a lot of shit, you know? They need to make it so you can adequately do that um, and and just be... I think that's all anybody really wants is to just have a home where mm-hmm. they could maybe raise a family if you feel like it and not be in consistent debt. Yeah. And just make enough money at work and and start investing in in renewable energy, all this. I know that uh, governments from, I believe, 161 countries have come together to um, institute an international tax law to start combating companies like Amazon that float their money offshore to places like fucking Moldova or something so that they can avoid taxation in the United States. And they're going to institute a mandatory worldwide 15% 15% taxation on all wealth in these hundred and I believe 61 countries, which is a start. The biggest problem I have with Jeff and people like Jeff and that other dumb fuck Richard Branson that flew into space, which by the way, on mm-hmm. a quick side note, they didn't go to space. They went to space's front door. They went to the yeah. edge of the atmosphere. And so to call your, and also Jeff, the arrogance of this bald fuck to call your rocket blue origin. You're not the original person in space. Neil Armstrong fucking licked the moon, dude. (laughs) Buzz Aldrin's still alive. How do you think that makes Buzz Aldrin feel? A guy who literally risked his life and moon conspiracy theorists 
I don't want to hear it. Buzz Aldrin's still alive, I believe, and like walked on the moon, risked his life for science and and the advancement of mankind somehow. And this guy's flying a rocket to space's doorstep and goes, yeah, it's called Blue Origin. <laughs> what, what, no. My biggest problem with Jeff and Richard and all these people. Are you looking it up? Is, is Buzz Aldrin still alive? Buzz Aldrin is alive and well at 91 years old. That's right. That's right. Good. A hero. A Armstrong hero. Armstrong died in 2012. Yes, he did. And that was sad. Heroes. Mm-hmm. Heroes. They they did something that yeah, is that was unimaginable. Legit space exploration. That's cool. This guy just wasted so many resources and like cars are bad for the environment. A rocket ship. <laughs> Super bad for the atmosphere. What? <laughs> um. Stop. Yeah, and they're like going up to the atmosphere. There's already enough holes. We don't need your blue origin poking his nose through it. Yeah. Um. That made me mad too. Like, if you're gonna blow all that money, at least have the sack to go into space. Mm-hmm. Like, go a quarter of the way to the moon. You you bald spineless prick. Mm-hmm. Won't do it. My biggest problem with Jeff and Richard and their billionaire friends is that they won't pay taxes. They won't pay their fair share. No one needs the amount of money that they have. And I know it's easy to say because I'm just your, you know, slobby 30-year-old everyman. But if I had that much money tomorrow, I would start fixing some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't need that much money. I I would build, I would immediately build a mental health hospital with my dad's name on it would be the first thing I did. I'd buy, I'd buy my mom a house selfishly. And then I'd start, yeah, maybe. And then I'd start fixing some shit. Yeah. You know, I'd build some solar panels. I'd build, like, just point me in the direction. I'd sit down with Greta Thunberg, help me out, point me in the right direction. What should I build? And I know that's easy to say because I don't know what it's like having that kind of wealth and power, but that doesn't interest me. So if I had that money, in the very least, I would if I inherited Amazon tomorrow, I would start paying the employees and I would I would immediately do away with next day delivery. Yeah. Because that's what's that's where yeah. Injuries. Yeah. People if being too fast. We've all done it, guys. I try and do it as little as possible. But if you're gonna order shit from Amazon, and I get it, it's so enticing. Wow, this could be here tomorrow. Maybe don't do that. Yeah. Give the that's, a break. It's 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 killing people, man. Uh, you know, I don't know, Jeff. You're a fucking loser. Anyway, yeah. what do we do now? We do. Why do you do? Why do you do? Why do you blue rocket origin? Brought to you by Jet. I'm just kidding. Why do you do? The worst part though about Jeff Bezos is that um, Bo Burnham's song has just been stuck in my head forever. I sing it every day. CEO entrepreneur, born in 1964, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. Pave the way, put you back into it. Tell us why, show us how, look Look at where you came came from, from. look at you now. now. (laughs) So good. (laughs) 
Come on, Jeff. Get him. Get him. <laughs> Thank you, Bo. All right, now we'll do it. All right, why do you do? <laughs> Why do you do? Why do you go to the edge of space and not just go all the way? <laughs> um, and what is all the way, Jeff? The sun. Um, how unreal. <laughs> and like, it's bad to say because he is he is probably a human being. Um, it's bad to want someone to die, obviously. But like, I so? can't help but think that i would have chuckled a little if the fucking thing exploded just with him in it though yeah. i don't think the other people yeah, the other it. people yeah the other person they had the oldest person to ever go to space and the youngest person to ever go to space on that rocket ship yeah which yeah, is but... fine but i mean why do you need to hold that record when there's people on earth that still need help but anywho um I got a why do you do? It's just a, a little funny thing. I got a couple, but I mean, um, we already talked about um, like the forest fires and stuff that are going on across the country. And mm. um, I go on Snapchat um, the other day and I see my friend um, post a story um, of like the smog. She lives in London and she goes, um, look at the smog from the BC wildfires. That's insane. And I, I opened it and I was like, I can't do this. I have to let this go. Like, just forget about it. And then I was like, no, like it was eating away at me. Like a half hour later, I came back. I was like, I have to tell her. I'm like, girl, you know, Ontario's on fire. That's where <laughs> the smog's coming from. Not across the country, just, you know, up north a little. <laughs> she goes, oh my God, that's insane. I had no idea. I'm like, yeah, go check it out before you start posting shit online. <laughs> And like it was the story was up for 20 hours like no one had said anything to her for like an entire day like did no one else know or like care like it bugged me so bad we will now from this moment forward refer to you as fiona fact check <laughs> and that's the name of the episode fiona fact it just check. it just bugged me so much <laughs> No, I good couldn't. for you. Sometimes you got to tell your friends when they're being a, yeah. a little dumb. I was like, is that my place? Like, it is because I'm in the news industry. So, like, I fucking know that it's from your own damn province. But that's kind of important to know, I think. Well, like, yeah. If you're going to post about something, you should probably generally probably look into it a little. Be informed I mean, of what's like, up. Who could possibly think smoke would travel across all of Canada to get here from British Columbia. Is that, that's not possible. I, I, I'm not a meteorologist. I don't know. I know that like the smoke from BC is affecting Saskatchewan, like as far as Saskatchewan. Yeah, but they're like right there. Um, and I know Manitoba also has some wildfires as well. Right. So yeah, there's yeah. fires across everywhere. Like really bad drought as well. Like all through all, all through like the prairies and stuff. Apparently it's it's uh, drought central. Not a good year for uh, a lot of crops. So yeah, man, global warming. It it turns out that uh, well, fuck. It looks like it's real, and the Arctic's gonna be gone in ten years. So, but guys, there are silver linings. 
in life. That's all that's all us commoners can do is find the silver lining. That means that Florida will be gone. We will well, lose rest Florida. in peace. Yeah. Rest in <laughs> rest in sea. Rest, rest in salt. In <laughs> rest I got another salt. one though, unless you want to go. Please, no. I Okay, I, I'll just wrap mine up. I just had the two. Um this no, one. Rant. Go on a rant, Fiona. Well, this this one Give me the gas. It's shocking. I don't know if you've seen this. It's About shocking. oh it's just it's not shocking because this is just what the world is. But it's yeah. shocking that it it is what it is. A company in Utah, Culper Precision Precision, it's a gun company, has made a Glock um covered in Legos. It looks like a fun toy for any kid to blow their brains out. That's what it's a real ass gun designed to look like a child's toy, child's toy. And uh, I just can't believe anyone said, yes, this is a good idea. Well, uh, it's funny you say that because I on on one of the recent morning shifts that I filled in on. I had that as a kicker story and oh, really? uh, Lego sued them. Oh yeah. But like Lego doesn't have the rights to Lego. Apparently I heard like they don't have like the copyright anymore. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's true because it's, it's still based on their original patented yeah. design. So okay. they sued the company and have made them discontinue God. that model of gun. Still, it should not have gone to that. <laughs> no, it's psychotic. Lego should like, not have to sue a gun company <laughs> for making no. a real gun look like a toy. That's it's so, so It's so America, bizarre. check yourself. I, like, I have no words. Like, you want me to rant? I literally can't wrap my head around a thought <laughs> about this. I just, I, why do you do? Why did they do this? Yeah, I, again, the the guns i i don't know man uh i don't know i i don't want one though Uh, (laughs) unless unless like i hit unless i hit 2030 and the world does end like mit says and then maybe i'll need to grab one but Mm -hmm. um to keep people out of my fucking cucumber patch but yeah, it's uh, yeah, we're all gonna we're all gonna have to start gardening for ourselves, guys. Yeah, and you're gonna garden cucumbers. And it's like it's like Bill Burr says. I mean, if you're uh, if you're growing a bunch of shit and you and you're not armed, you're just growing shit for the for the guy next door with a gun. So um, you might as well you might as well arm up yeah, when the, when the zombies come. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too. Like I've just. Uh, I've been just playing a lot of zombie games lately to prepare myself for what's to come. Do you hear that in my microphone? I do. What is that? That's is that the Blue Origin? <laughs> it's the neighbor's lawnmower guy He's riding his riding lawnmower on like the one strip of land that's like next to my house. Like perfect. So loud. Tell him to shut up. Does he not okay. know that Sauce and Goss is recording? Honestly. <sighs> Inconsiderate. <sighs> probably probably jeff's cousin anyway yeah. yeah i i don't i i remember seeing that story and being like really man like yeah I, I don't know um my why do you do i i feel like you know we've been doing the show for a while now i don't know like you know what we have or haven't talked about anymore guys you know the last year's been uh something it's been and a little uh, hazy 
Yeah, it sure has. Uh, and that was before the fires. Yeah. Um, I feel like we've definitely talked about, like, you know, why beauty pageants are still around, you know? Like, why that's still a thing. And this one, like, Miss Universe is still happening. And it's going to, it's, I think it's the 70th anniversary of it this year. And it's, it's going to be in Israel, hmm. I believe. For the first that seems time like a ever, bad location. Um, doesn't seem like a good spot, but it's going to be at this resort city. Okay, so but I mean, there's safe. like kind of war happening there. They'll be fine. Um, All right. Yeah. <laughs> <it's> a, <laughs> okay. Um, I guess, I mean, beauty's more important. They're going to like stick a flower in the, like the barrel of the gun. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Um, or just a lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> just firing lipstick across the Gaza Strip. Um, that might actually solve things. Anyway, it it can't do worse. So my why do you do like I okay, I get it. Like fine, like beauty pageants, I think they're weird and they're a little over the top, but like um calling it Miss Universe, that's a little presumptive, isn't it? There could be very pretty aliens in there the universe. It probably is. Some rocket chick from Mars watching on international black mm-hmm. TV and being she like, saw the blue origin and <laughs> <laughs> got her going, you know. Oh, whoa! And uh, yeah, that's we've we've fully gone down the rabbit hole now, guys. Fiona's talking about alien SpaceX. Um, that's for yeah. them to infer. You don't have <laughs> to call me out on it. Go ahead. Talk about Miss We got to keep our friends in check. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I, for the first time ever, like I read the name and, and like, you know, with all the stuff coming out now about how the Pentagon knew about aliens and all that shit and basically saying UFOs are real and whatever. You know, if that's the case and like we know there's aliens, shouldn't we stop calling th- this Miss Universe? Yeah, it's and if Earth. we. And if we are going to continue calling it Miss Universe, shouldn't Why we? Why can't we get a Mister? Why can't we get a Mister Universe? I think there is one. I'm not sure. Well, I've never heard about it, so they need to do better PR. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I would watch the Mister Universe if it was aliens. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to. I want to check out some yoked dudes from Neptune. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Neptunes. <laughs> oh man and well maybe that's the title um so anyway i i just looked at it for the first time it bothered me like i'm so old now guys i feel old every day since i've turned 30 i'm just like oh my god i never used to think who buddy like (laughs) that's life you're gonna get older than 30 don't say that though um yeah, right. Miss Universe, just very presumptive. Like, I just feel like, you know, we're we're really offending uh, the populace of, of Jupiter, which I understand is a gas planet, but we don't know what's going on inside the gas. You know? Who knows? So, yeah. 
I I don't know. I just feel like we should be more more inclusive to the people of fucking Glorbon or whatever it's you know whatever planet it is. Um, There's some cute Glorbies for sure. No doubt about it. If like if they if if like if like a bunch of aliens with like green skin came down that just like looked like Scarlett Johansson, they're Miss Universe now. Mm. Also, how is Scarlett Johansson not just Miss Universe? Like, who well, I don't know who these other girls are, but like, and good for them. But you know, Scarlett. Hey, did I ever tell you about my Scarlett Johansson? I feel like you. Ha- I feel like I have. I feel like you have told me about Scarlett Johansson. Which yeah, is well, that's the story. It's just a plant that um, in college we named Scarlett Johansson. It was the best a celebrity name turned into plant that i could do did it have like red features at least or like was it it was just a plant i'll be honest um and i know it's mostly green and leafy that that story uh bummed me out that really sucked the life out of the podcast Um, well i'm sorry (laughs) good though good we're gonna talk more about scarlett johansson in my reviews though are we okay? Good. Um, so yeah, my why do you do that's that's really it. Also, I want to know this too quickly. Um, I saw this. Why um why do old white guys care um what women are wearing at the Olympics? This is confusing me. Why are we still like doing this because just let him wear freaking shorts bro i and i know you saw this the the norwegian women's volleyball team wanted to wear these blue shorts to play in playing beach volleyball in a bikini cannot be comfortable and it is sure as hell not supportive enough so so they wanted to wear these shorts and the ioc the international olympic cuck committee said no um said that they couldn't because the official regulations say that women playing volleyball at the Olympics cannot wear something that covers, and I quote, more than 10 centimeters of their butt. That's a rule. Like a written down, thought out, spoken aloud and agreed upon rule of the sport that would be like saying if you wanted to play pool at the bar tomorrow you have to do it naked (laughs) it's the rule it's the rule it's just i like happening and like that never got resolved did it like they weren't allowed to play or like they have to they have to they're playing and they're gonna play in bikinis so people should boycott it. No one should watch volleyball. Because the women, because because I feel it's just so, so bad disrespectful. Well, yeah, it is. Because I feel bad for them. Because at the end of the day, I don't give a shit what you wear. Wear a sweater with spaghetti sauce stains on it. I yeah, don't just, care. I want to see you smack the ball. You yeah. know. I don't care to just see volley women. serve. You know, bump all yeah. the words. <laughs> all, all the words and terms net sand um i i don't care to see women shaking everything that the good lord gave them trying to win a gold medal hey 
I'm a heterosexual, straight, white dude, cis male, whatever you want to say. I like women. I like looking at women. Women are attractive. I don't need to have it happening at supposedly the most prestigious sporting event in the world. I can look at women other places. Like, what's happening here, guys? Mm-hmm. Like, why is the IOC, like, hell-bent on being a softcore version of Pornhub when volleyball's not playing? getting upset and trying to make that rule change? I think they are, and I, and I think eventually, based on the way the world is starting to kind of go now, that it will eventually change, but not this year. I remember in thinking, Japan, like, when I was a little kid, watching volleyball, because... Um, like my family loves volleyball. Like my sister went to university for it and everything. And I was watching and I was like, what the, like I was a kid. So I sure as hell didn't say this, but what the fuck are they wearing? (laughs) Why would they play volleyball? And I thought it was their choice. I was like, I can't be supportive. Like you get sand everywhere. Like how, like wear pants (laughs) when you play volleyball. I don't get it. (laughs) One thing guys on a quick side note, uh, one thing that has been a real positive of this pandemic, if we can find one little nugget here, and I'll give it to you for me. This is a nugget I've found. Um, and we all like finding nuggets. Is that since the pandemic has hit and the world has just gotten toilet flushed, Fiona's <laughs> level of Fiona's <laughs> level of discretion has dropped so far. That she consistently now will drop at least two or three F-bombs in the episodes. And I really am here for it. I'm here for angry fee. I really enjoy it when you get a little bit of heat in your eyes. It's like, really? (laughs) (laughs) It's really palpable. And I feel I have a kindred spirit. I really do. (laughs) Just angry together at the world. (laughs) <laughs> let them wear shorts damn it like <laughs> yeah man i i just don't understand why really what it is is that a bunch of the old crusty falling apart white dudes are are demanding that they wear bikinis so that they can jerk off in the fucking booth while they watch that's what it is that's what that's it all is the, that, that's the only explanation that's the only explanation. And I'm sorry to be I'm crass. sorry. Um, a butt is enough for you? Like, I mean, get some action in real life. Looking at a girl's butt on the TV screen, covered up in a bikini, like... I don't know, Fiona. People are weird. What, People like... you, want, you want to see a girl's half-dressed smacking balls around. I get it. <laughs> but that's, maybe that's the Olympics is a different kind of vibe. I... I just, yeah, I just can't understand why. And I feel really bad for the athletes at the end of the day because, like, Norway's like... hard hard to get in peak physical condition, and literally the only thing that matters is your physical appearance. Exactly. They, They have a moral conundrum now where they're like, fuck you, like, we want to be comfortable and just wear normal clothes to play a normal sport. And then the IOC says, no, you have to show us your entire ass and half your breath. Okay, so where are the boys' Speedos when they play volleyball? Yeah, they were trunks. Where are their banana hammocks? Let me see some cheek. (laughs) Or no cheek for anyone, you know? But it's the IOC, and men are superior. So 
Um, Amen. But I feel like um, I, I feel bad for them because like they go, hey, we're taking the stance like we don't want this. And, and then they go, no. And then they're like, well, we've worked so hard for four fucking years to try and win a gold medal. Mm-hmm. And like because last year it was canceled. Five, five years. Yeah. Uh, which would for most people be the absolute pinnacle of their lives in terms of sporting achievements, mm-hmm. maybe achievements in general. And they're like, well, we're not going to not play because then because then that means I've just, just everything's a waste. Yeah. Five years down the drain, I guess I'll just wear the stupid bikini. And that sucks. That shouldn't be like like women's hockey is starting finally to get a lot more mm-hmm. of a platform, and that's awesome. And yeah, they're, next like, they're, they're gonna say I women can't... can't wear helmets when they play hockey because people want to see their nice hair flowing while they skate around the rink. Like well, you can see it; it's uh, flowing at the back of their helmets. But that would be like if they were like, well, yeah, like no shoulder pads, no jerseys. You have to wear uh, a bra with <laughs> the team logo on it. And it's just like, what the fuck for? Who cares? Just let them play and be comfortable. Mm -hmm. An athlete generally would want to play. Like, you don't send baseball players out there with pants on that are too tight. How are they going to run the bases? You're going to perform better if you're feeling it. They're not playing comfortable. They're not playing volleyball in the water. They do not need to be wearing a bathing suit. Even if they even if they were in the water and wanted to wear the shorts again, I ask, who cares? Yeah, I think that it, the world is starting to come around a little more where. Not that I understand it, but I but back in the day when when they started even letting women compete in things. The thought probably went something like this. If we don't have the women looking all sexy and shit 24-7. No one's going to want to watch. No one will watch. Exactly. And now it's gotten to a point where I think most people have started to come around and appreciate that, wow, actually, you know, women are actually incredible athletes by their own virtue. And we don't need them to look like sex dolls as they play volleyball or whatever other sport. So I just, this goes right back to like 1999. It was the anniversary of this recently when Brittany Chastain of the United States ripped her Jersey off after scoring the winning penalty for the United States women's soccer team at the, was that the, no, it wasn't the Olympics. That was 99. Uh, the, the women's world cup, the very first, I believe FIFA women's world cup. And there's that famous iconic celebration where she scored the winning penalty. I believe she was the team captain. And she ran and slid on her knees and tore her jersey off. And she had a sports bra on underneath. And people were, like, so offended by it. It was just like, oh, for fu- fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, you Yeah, know, the women's body should not be seen unless people are ready to objectify it. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't want to see it until I'm ready to see it. Like... <laughs> i i just in the world is terrible yeah we're all gross but like you know it and and again i i i i guess empathize or or agree with your sentiment earlier of just like you know 
the thought there then is, oh, like what? You're you're going to watch girls and just see their ass on TV while they play volleyball and that's going to get you off. And I mean, my my retort to that or, or my addition to that, not a retort, but my addition to that would be like, people are weird, man. Pe- people like feet. People, yeah. people jerk off to static pictures of still images of famous women's feet. I know they do this and I'm not one of them. Okay. I think feet are gross. I'm looking at mine right now. They look like a fucking, the the bottom of my feet look like what I imagine an old dragon's back looks like. Well, it sounds like you need to like get a pumice stone and scrub those bad boys a little bit. I have one. I'm I'll I'll do it right (laughs) after this. But like they're bad. Sometimes Kate gives me pedicures and she's pretty good at them. Um, I've really sensitive feet though. I don't like when people touch my feet. I'm not foot guy. I don't want to see yours. I don't want them near me. Keep them on the fucking ground. Okay. Even when you jump, I'm like, get them back. So I don't like, like, and when people touch my feet, I freak out. I once, when I was a kid, my dad trying to wake me up as a haha joke, tickled the bottom of my foot and I kicked him so hard in the face, not on purpose. It jolted. Yeah, me away. I understand. I gave him a bloody nose and I broke his glasses. Like, and I, I was like, dude, don't touch my feet. You're like, I'm sorry, but I was like nine. This is your fault. And it was his fault. Um, I don't like him. So people, yeah, but my suggestion to you is if you need, if you need that, there are a lot of websites mm-hmm. that can just help yeah, you out. Maybe let's want, keep it out at the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Watching a sport match of any kind is not where you need to get your rocks off. And that means women can wear whatever they want and not be objectified by people they don't want to be objectified by. Yeah, and our society and culture for hundreds of years have, you know, definitely objectified women all the way back to, you know, whatever, like Mm -hmm. slamming women's bodies into fucking corsets and And shit. And it's just so funny. Like, the guys that are, like, saying, nope, those are the rules. Like, these women are, yeah, like, prime athletes. Like, they can drop kick you so fast. Like, you would not stand a chance fighting them. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think old Tommy Bach, the uh, president of the IOC, is a particularly athletic gentleman. Um, Yeah, they don't have a leg to stand on here. I think they should just go ahead and beat everyone up. Yeah, Violence is not the answer, but sometimes it's the answer. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's what parents, like, tell their kids, like, that get, that are, like, getting bullied. Some, you know, violence isn't the answer, but every now and again, you got to kick a kid in the nuts. Yeah. I remember my dad Absolutely. saying that to me and I can, I kicked that kid right in the nuts the next day. <laughs> Never bothered me again. His name was Tim. Fuck um, you, Tim. Fuck <laughs> you, Tim. He's, I, I think he died actually. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. So yeah, actually Tim, fuck you. Um, I win. Better no, I'm just kidding. You. <laughs> Tim didn't die. I'm joking. I just said that to be a dick. He's not dead, but he's sad. Um, anyway, the uh, yeah, I just don't understand why we do this. Um, why do we do? I love, I love just in closing, I love the Women's World Cup. And I, and anytime, obviously, like Canada, USA play in hockey, I'm, I'm there. And, you know, when, when Megan Agosta or any of those great players, you know, Shannon Zabados, 
you know, go down the list, all the all the all time greats, Cami Granado, Angela Ruggiero, all the great female players that have been involved in that rivalry. H- Haley Wickenheiser. How did I not say her name first? Um, Hillary Knight of the United States. Um, whenever they're like, you know, coming down on a breakaway and shit, I'm not sitting there going, oh, my God, she's so fucking hot. <laughs> Fine if you think they're attractive. There's nothing wrong with thinking yeah. another human being's attractive, but basing your viewing on that of a, yeah. of a sport and is saying they dumb. can only play if they wear a certain outfit. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. I I guess what I should say then, because I do think some of those girls are extremely good looking, um, and fine. I guess how I should have worded it maybe is. I'm not thinking as they come in on a breakaway, boy, I'd be enjoying this a lot more if they were wearing a bra. I never think that. I just go. Or I'd be enjoying this less if they were unattractive. You're just watching. No, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, do I have to stand on Yeah, you don't need to watch pretty girls on television. You have a pretty girl in the next room. (laughs) That's right. And, like, what leg do I have to stand on there? As we've discussed. I'm a rock solid silent five, you know, I have all my teeth. Oh my God. And, uh, I, and I'm not going bald, Jeff. So, and I don't need to rely on my blue origin to get a girl. How about Mm -hmm. that? Oh, anyway, no space, no Mars Martian for you. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Bezos. He is an alien dude. He's for sure. He's definitely from Glorion. Anyway, um, yeah. We'll slide right into reviews, though. We'll slide right into reviews. Let's do it. I am the decider of us three. I decide. Let the decider decide. I am not the suggester. I'm not having a good time with this game. It's review time. And, uh, man, it's been a while. So there's, like, you know, probably stuff that we have. And. I will let you go first. I have, okay. I have a couple things, two things I'm really excited about. Yeah. I haven't been this excited about a review in a while. Yay, I'm excited for you. Do you want to start then, or do you? No, because <laughs> I feel like I'm going to ramble, and then you're going to be like, okay, I can't do this. Okay, now. I have a, a number of things, um, so I've, I spent too much yes. time on all of them, but I'll okay. start off with all the um, time you want. With, with uh, I'll circle back to some Scar Joe. I watched Black Widow. The movie. The movie. Right. The new one that came out. Um, and I have to say, I really, really enjoyed it. <clears throat> so I've we know that. Reviews, yeah. yeah, we know that Natasha, what's her name in the show, whatever, Scarlett yeah. Johansson's character Bob, dies oh, in Adventures. That's not a spoiler. If you haven't seen it, sorry, but she's dead. So this takes place, you know, before that, in between movies where, like, she's fighting with the Avengers so no one can help her. And she's, like, kind of on a mission to save her family and, like, all the other Black Widow people in Russia. And, like, her sister is along for the ride. And, like, they spend um, – Yelena, I think, is was her name. Um, she's so funny. She's the best part of the movie. Like, they kind of did Scarlett Johansson dirty because <laughs> they made Yelena so cool and so fun to watch. Um, so, and like, they kind of tease that, like, she's going to be in like the next, uh, TV series with like Hawkeye, I think. Yeah, they got a, well, uh, they're doing a lot of stuff, but I really enjoyed this movie. It was fun. It was decent action. And yeah, I would definitely make your money, Robert Iger. 
I yeah. Mean, I mean, be, yeah, be I, I thought, I thought like, a Black Widow movie is stupid, you know, because, like, she's dead. We know how it's going to end, no matter what. Like, obviously, but it's, like, her origin today. story, or, like... It's it's not an origin story. We, I guess, kind of, like, we learn about her origin, but it's... Right, okay. The story is about, you know, um, like, killing this guy in charge of, like, the Black Widow, like, people who, who he, like, abducts and, like... Like, he raised, like, those, like, women super soldiers. That's how, like, she has all these, like, special right. abilities. Um, so she's just trying to save other women from that, basically. And, yeah, she um, gets, her, yeah, she gets her sister. She finds her parents, um, quote-unquote parents, like, the people who raised her. Um, and, yeah, it was really funny and really good. I liked it a lot. Well, I'll, mm-hmm. maybe I'll check it out and then. And, like, not um, every Marvel movie or show is a, is a smash, but... I think if no, it, they're if, not. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, I think, is really good. They did her justice because, like, let's be honest, they only included her originally. So there's like a hot girl in a tight like bodysuit for the guys to look at when they're watching Avengers. But so it's nice that they or she's not as objectified this movie and gets her own storyline. Yeah, it can there just be like one superhero that just like you know wears a sweater and shit? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, whatever. No, I and I love. We all know this. I love Scarlett Johansson, and I'll be honest, I cried a little when she died in Avengers. And yeah. I, I'm sorry if that's a spoiler for some people. It's it been out for a while. Yeah, guys. Like, like if the people who care about the Avengers are the people who've already seen them. Yeah. Like <laughs> 800 trillion people and Glorbons have seen the movie. Yeah. So um, I, yeah, I hated that, but no, that's good. That's good to hear that it was good. And I support ScarJo. I like, uh, I like a majority of her movies. I really like that movie she's in where uh, she's the alien and she funnily enough. And, uh, and she, uh, she seduces men and has sex with them and kills them. Nice. Um, to like survive. She like, I, I think like she like, like eats, a good movie. <laughs> she like eats them and shit. I, for the life of me, I cannot remember what that movie's called, but I'll it's just look really good. Scar Joe on IMDb and check everything out. Well, start, start hitting me with your next review and I'll look it yeah, up. Cause okay, I would actually, good. I okay. think, you'd really like the uh that yeah. movie it's so it's, this it's a uh, good I'll transition movie. into another one of my recommendations which if you haven't watched it's been on netflix for like a couple months now i'd say it's called the mitchells versus the machines i got around to watching that finally it's an animated movie and um it's the writers of gravity falls if you ever watched that show on disney back in the day or like on disney plus now like it's it's one of the very oh. best all-time disney cartoons ever so funny it's the same writers this movie's instantly one of my favorites of all time <laughs> i watched it once it ended i was like i could watch it again right this minute and like put it on a loop it it was so good it's um about this like family who basically just has to save the world from these machines who abduct everyone on earth because they're angry because their creator um tossed the like whatever aside and then yeah um, all right have you got it that's pretty cool I, I didn't watch Gravity Falls, but I know a lot of people who did, obviously. And <clears throat> yeah, that's good. I, yeah. At least they're at least they're pumping out somewhat good content. I mean, yeah. Robert Iger's lining his pockets, so yeah. good for him. Like, I'm surprised it was a Netflix movie because it, 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 it's not Disney. 
It's not Robert Iger it's who got it. Oh, it's, Nef- it's Netflix. Oh, okay. But the show movie. used to be on. The, the Gravity, Gravity Falls, Falls is on right. Disney Plus. Right, so right, that's right, why right. I was surprised this wasn't a Disney movie. Um, but I guess writers aren't, you know, loyal to to only one yeah. network, whatever. Um, yeah, amazing writer. It was just so funny. And so, like, I cried, like, 20 minutes into it because it, it, it touched the heartstrings. And I was like, oh, it's so... <laughs> sad and nice but and then and then the movie got even better and did i a couple things so i found i found the title of the movie you got to watch this 84 percent on rotten tomatoes um it's called under the skin it's roughly two hours long 2013 scarjo's just at her best she's amazing in this movie so basically the plot line is Disguising itself as a human female, an extraterrestrial drives around Scotland, attempting to lure unsuspecting men into her van. Once there, she seduces them and sends them into another dimension where they're where they are nothing more than meat. <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty twisted movie, um, but it's really really good. Like she she's like really flexing her acting chops in it, like because she plays just a really dark character obviously um really good speaking of crying at movies <laughs> did i ever tell you about like the so a a few this was like a couple months ago papa quincy was over here our guest papa quincy who who of course made the why do you do music and um we weren't even watching a movie somehow he kate and i were sitting here right where i'm sitting now and we were like talking about like great movies and whatever. And like somehow we started talking about Forrest Gump. And we were <laughs> just like, I think we were talking about like movies whenever they're on TV, you like you just watch them. Yeah. And I was like, man, yeah, if Forrest Gump's on, like you're watching Gump. And uh, I was like, yo, Gump, I always get like emotional. I, like I get emotional watching movies. And we weren't even watching it. I just started talking about it. I was like, yo, at the end when fucking Lieutenant Dan shows up at his wedding and he's like, Lieutenant Dan, you got legs. I started crying in front of the two of them, just talking about the scene. And Quentin's like, are you crying, dude? And I was like, yeah, man, it makes <laughs> me so emotional whenever Lieutenant Dan shows up and he's walking and shit. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, what a great <laughs> film, dude. Ah, oh, boy. Continue your reviews. What okay, else do you have? Okay, so this is something I don't necessarily recommend. Um, obviously, okay. Space Jam was is nostalgic oh, for many people. And I there's the bad new things. movie out with LeBron James. Did you watch it? I watched it. Oh. And it is very bad. It is just not fun to watch listen to experience it was just all around bad angry joe gave it a two out of ten i would definitely not go higher than that i trust his movie is about lebron james being like he's like in this meeting with these like hollywood executives being like we want you to be in movies and he's like oh that's not a good idea athletes can't act i'm just gonna play basketball and it's like okay so you guys are self-aware that he can't act <laughs> and you're throwing him in this movie and then i guess this is probably kind of a spoiler they tease um 
And it's funny, Travis called it. He's like, I bet they're going to have Michael B. Jordan in this movie. And then they're, they're in the whatever final game, which is stupid because it's not even real basketball they're playing. It's some like fake game version of basketball that his kid made up. Aren't so they in a computer? They're, they're in a computer. And Aww. everyone in the world gets sucked into the computer to watch them. This is like spoiler, kind of. It's not that important. There's Who no cares? plot, it's whatever. You know, whatever. You know LeBron James wins. Like, that's... Like, yeah. <laughs> big yep. surprise. Big dunk. Um, so it's end. like halftime. They're like, oh, what are we going to do to beat the bad guys? And then Daffy Duck's like, I found Michael Jordan. And they're like, oh my God, bring him in. And then it's Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and Michael B. Jordan is like, yeah, I'm just an actor. Sorry, guys, but uh, keep up the good work. Save us all, you know? So, ugh. wow. It's just very bad. I'm like, I get people want to watch it because they're nostalgic for original Space Jam. But, like, save the two hours of this new Space Jam and go watch original Space Jam again. Which, again, I don't love. (laughs) But people liked it because they watched it growing up. So When I was a little kid, I loved Space Jam. It was the shit. Like, like seven, eight years old, like, Space Jam was popping. Like, Mm -hmm. I had a t-shirt. I had a pillow. I had a basketball, like a, a an actual Space Jam basketball. Like, dude, as a children's movie, all-time great, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. This new one, I'm not watching it. I can't do it, guys. I, I'm I'm 30. I'm going to die soon. So um, the uh, I only have so much time. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh really though like i i have only so much time in my day to like dedicate and when i hear so much raucous upsetness uh, about something being this bad there's no way i'm investing time with my 30 year old body to watch that yeah so thank you for confirming that for me i'm i apologize to you for having to be subjected to that and um <laughs> That sucks. It's I want to say it was still like kind of fun to watch, I guess, but like sure. Maybe if you put again. yourself in the mind of a four-year-old or something. Yeah, we like we we put ourselves in the mind. We got the um like McDonald's has like that Space Jam 20 nugget promo. Um yeah. where like so we got 20 nuggets and a McFlurry <laughs> and uh <laughs> <laughs> we're like, all right, we're ready for Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, Try to make an experience out of it. And it was just, it was still, yeah. but it was just so bad. So, so bad. I did see too, just quickly before I forget you referencing Netflix earlier, they had a really bad subscriber drop, I guess, recently. And so now they're going to start offering video games on their platform. I heard something free. about video games. They're going to start letting you stream games on Netflix at no what extra kind of game? cost. I like, don't know because they have to get the and licenses. Like, are they going to give us like sell remotes and, and like controllers and stuff or like. So what I imagine is that like I have the Netflix app on my PlayStation. Mm. I could just stream the game on my PlayStation through the Netflix app. Right. But that, I've that's... got Netflix through like a Roku stick plugged into my tv right i am a, oh my god i don't know how that, that i don't know yeah that's a good excited quest. to find out and you see that um <laughs> yeah. there's gonna be a portable like switch style steam 
like gaming console so you can play all of your like steam pc games on a handheld console that's kind of cool i'll say this the uh and this is part of my reviews but I only play one type of game on Steam, uh, and I'll dip into that in my review section. But yeah, I, I would invest in that potentially. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, like Sims on the go. Computer. That sounds dope. A thousand percent. Yeah, <laughs> I thought of you immediately. Yeah, Sims. Yeah. Sims right by the lake. Can't All right, and I'll wrap up my reviews. Um, with, just super quick. Um, there's like a new trilogy on Netflix now, The Fear Street. There, it, it starts in like 1994, and then like. The 70s, I think, and then like the third one is in, in 1666. It's about it's like based on all these books by the I forget his name, but it's the author who wrote all the Goosebumps stories. He wrote another big oh, series called Fear Street. R.L. Stein. Yeah, so apparently it's the same guy. Um, so yeah, they have this trilogy out now, and it's yeah supposed to be like a horror type movie with like dating back to like this um, old witch from the 1600s. And, um, it's, it is what it is. Like, it's a bad (laughs) horror movie, but like, if you like bad horror movies, you'll like these movies. (laughs) I, I watched the first one and it was like, you know, really bad, but like good in a horror movie kind of sense. But I I didn't end up finishing the second movie and I haven't watched the third. I'm going to finish the second movie. I just got busy and I will watch the third. (laughs) <laughs> and it, it yeah it's just it is what it is like if you're bored and you're into like a bad cheesy horror movie i definitely recommend it but if you're in the mood for, to like get spooked and like watch a good movie i do not recommend it for that okay very good mm-hmm. all the listeners i can i can hear them jotting down your notes because <laughs> i know they hang on your every recommendation um i feel like you're making fun of me no, absolutely not. I I taking I'm not watching Space Jam, I'll tell you that. Um <laughs> yeah, okay, so quickly I'll start and I know I mentioned uh, finished it. The movie, the new season, like the revival season, all of it. I finished the whole thing. My favorite television show of all time. Um I I can't recommend it enough. However, I will say as a caveat, if you don't like really weird, like out there sci-fi-ish element shit, you're not going to get anything out of this show. It is, but it's like seven shows in one. It's a soap opera. It's slapstick comedy. Then it's supernatural. Then it's sci-fi extra dimension shit it is a crazy show and david lynch is one of my favorite filmmakers of all time if you haven't watched mulholland drive like treat yourself um and he is at his lynchy best in this third season the revival it is it contains some of the most jaw-dropping unbelievable television ever put to screen and it is so weird and freaky and disturbing and engrossing i just it's him at his absolute peak of what the fuck is happening this if i can say that i've never watched a television show more in my life that made me go literally after every episode what the fuck did i just watch And that's what you want. 
I and more. So I'm rewatching X Files. I bought a book. One of the creators, David Lynch and Mark Frost, made the show. Mark Frost wrote this giant book. It's like an extra piece of like info and it's like it's called the official history of twin peaks and uh it's written up like an fbi classified docufile it's so so cool so i'm reading that i can't recommend twin peaks enough it it'll blow your mind hole um also uh i saw this last night before we started recording the episode there's a new jackass movie coming out. Oh. It's called Jackass Forever. And it's going to be the last one. Um, obviously, Bam Margera's not in it because of his ongoing personal issues, which is sad. And, of course, Ryan Dunn passed away tragically a number of years ago. But everyone else is back. Steve-O and Dave England and all those guys. And, of course, Johnny Knoxville. And... uh I, I'll be honest, I grew up loving that show as, you know, a 13, 14 year old boy watching these idiots hurt themselves with fireworks and shit. Um, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait. I like, uh, I can't wait to see these guys just fucking hurt themselves one more time for our entertainment and then please stop. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's uh, so that's coming out and the trailer looks great. I, I mean, it's jackass. Like, what, what else do I need to say? Like, it's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there uh, I'm excited about that. I had one other thing I wanted to review and I can't for the life of me remember what it was. Oh, Steam. Steam. I started playing. Because uh, I'm sick and tired of annualized sports titles on consoles. They're getting worse. It's all about microtransactions and the online ultimate team shit. I have no interest in it. I want to play just a good simulator uh, and enjoy running a franchise. Not even necessarily, you know, playing, just running a team. And uh, a friend mentioned to me that I should try playing out of the park baseball. The new game is out this year. It was on sale the other day on Steam. I bought it for like 20 bucks. It's fantastic. What a great game. And Steam, PC games were never a thing that like I was into as a kid. But now that I'm running this game on my Mac and like having a really fun time with it, I can't recommend it enough. There are other ones. There's a football one, and I believe there's Franchise Hockey Manager as well. Um, obviously, the biggest one is Football Manager, the the soccer game. I play it as well. Um, if you're into that sort of thing and want a bit of a, a deeper experience of actually running a team and drafting players, setting fucking ticket price, all of it, I highly recommend it, and Steam's the way to go. So uh, if that Steam mobile console thing actually like comes to fruition, I would probably buy one so I could play yeah. out-of-the-park baseball. Yeah, well, that's cool. I like the sounds of that game, but I would not be very good at it for drafting it, people. I would just pick the guys with the names I liked the most. <laughs> it's hard, but the thing is is that you can like completely customize it to your skill level. And so you can set 
all of the important things to other people in the organization. Uh-huh. So for drafting and everything, like can, all my minor league you stuff. You can delegate. That's cool. You, yeah, you can delegate and just hit sim mm. and just sign the players if you want. Like literally have one responsibility. I I've delegated all like the minor league stuff to my other assistants. I so I can just pay attention to the the major league club. But in terms of like drafting and signing players, trades, I'm running it all, having a great fucking time. Um, I'm having a great time with it. So, yeah, that's all I have for reviews. And I mean, I guess that's basically it for the show, unless you have anything else. No, I think that's a good place to end it. I hope that Steam thing comes out, though, because I would love to play Sims and and all that stuff. Um, There's that other game. I forget. There's another game I play. It's fun. Nice. Other game. Yes, check that one out, guys. There's uh, a new game coming in like a couple of years that's like supposed to be better Sims, which I might have talked about before. Really? Well, I hope yeah. EA's not doing it because it <laughs> won't be. Um, <laughs> fuck that company right up the blue origin. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate EA. Uh, anyway, um, I'm going to be on vacation next week, so there won't be an episode. But like I teased, we, we have a, a pretty cool guest lined up for the future here in just a couple weeks. And then Fiona's going to be on vacation too. So we'll, well figure I'm it out. I'm on vacation the week immediately after you're on vacation. Then guess what, guys? The guest will be in a couple weeks after this one. So soak <laughs> this one in. Tell all your friends about it. We have all the info at the end. And uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was popping. Do you have anything to add? Nope. Thanks for listening. Yep. That's all, folks. (laughs) Cold. (laughs) Nice. Looney Tunes. Cold Brew City. I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. Out. All right, guys. You can find this podcast, as always, on all the best podcast apps, including Spotify, including CastBox, and, of course, Apple Podcasts. And, oh, my God, you can find us on social media, too. Fee, where can they do that? They can find us on Facebook at Sauce and Goss, Twitter and Instagram at Sauce and Goss Pod, and please don't forget to email us at sauceandgoss at gmail.com. We want to hear from you, anything you want us to talk about. Feel free to email us once again at sauceandgoss at gmail.com. We appreciate you guys listening. I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. Goodbye.